Hello and welcome to Paleo Cinema Podcast 235. My name is Terry Frost and this time around I haven't done one of these for a while so I'm going to do a music podcast. Yep, so I'm going to find some of the tunes that I've been listening to lately and just lay them on you and have a little bit of fun this time around. So sit back and get the contact details out of the way and we can start the show. Paleo Cinema Podcast is a fortnightly podcast of movie appreciation. There's only one rule, and that is the movies have to be more than 20 years old, and I have to like them. I'm going to be looking at the history of the films, the social context in which the films were made, and relate that to the way movies are now. Feedback is very important, so you can leave reviews on iTunes. You can also go to feedbackpaleo, P-A-L-E-O, at gmail.com and drop an email or a voicemail by MP3. Or you can go to the Paleo Cinema Cafe on Facebook. Now, please be aware that this podcast may contain adult language. So if you don't want to have to explain it to your kids, don't listen to it when the kids are around. Unless you have incredibly hip children. So, how have you been? Um, I've kind of been doing some interesting stuff, at least personally interesting stuff, over the last week. And I really want to see where I can take the YouTube channel and how I want to do it and exactly what I want to do with it. I still want it to be movie-related for the most part, but I'm going to kind of broaden it out and see if I can get some more appeal. I'm going to talk about the area I live in, the local area. I'm going to talk about some movies that were made in the local area, at least partly, and uh, kind of just do something a little more cinematic with it. Uh, There's a guy on YouTube, and everybody who's on YouTube as a content provider knows him, a guy called Casey Neistat. And every single day, he does about a 10-minute documentary about his day. And he's marvellous at it. The cinematography is great. The camera angles, the choices made, the way he visually represents information and um, entertainment. The guy's become really, really rich from doing this. But he's done it in such a way that it's not just him being an arsehole. He's interested and engaged with the world. And I think that most YouTube vloggers are inspired by Casey Neistat you can't be on the um, platform and not be but I kind of want to take a little bit of that and put my own twist on it I don't have the equipment he has I can't use a skateboard to ride through the streets of New York but I can do tell my own stories using some of the tips and hints and and maybe influences from him and I think I want to do that a little bit podcasts are still going to be there podcasts I love and I'm going to continue them but I'm really interested in video editing now it's become my new passion and since i did the two youtube videos the one where i did 24 hours of movie watching and i vlogged that one and the one at clunes book fair i really want to kind of play with that more i'm still on an enormous learning curve as far as that's concerned but um, i've learned a few things like you can never have too much b-roll of various things because b-roll is the thing that saves you when you kind of think things are starting to get dull during the editing process you can throw in some b-roll of various things that are around and if necessary put your voice over across the b-roll rather than across your talking face so there are all those kind of things to go with and, and to play with and it may never amount to anything there's always that possibility it's a bit like a podcast if you start a youtube channel and start talking about stuff then it's an act of faith. You've just got to take the leap and see where you land. 
and I think that's what I want to do. I've got a lot more spare time now, so I can definitely do that. I've got some good cameras. I've got a really nice Nikon SLR. I've got a fantastic phone camera in my Google Pixel 2, which does marvellous work. I've also got a gimbal and uh, an old iPhone that I can use to stabilise the image when I'm moving. And I've also got a 4K action camera that I can use. So between all of that stuff, I'm going to definitely do what I want to do. Uh, I did, I'll talk about the movies I've been watching, and I'll kind of relate that back to what I've just been talking about there. Because there's a kind of an interesting parallel I can make between one of the movies I watched over this week and the art of making a video log. Okay, so I watched a couple of horror movies to start off with. I watched Lord, Lord of Illusions, the 1995 horror movie based on some works of um, Clive Barker, starring Scott Bakula and um, uh, Famke Janssen's in there, and also Kevin O'Connor. It's, it's kind of good. Uh, some of the special effects are very dated because they use some computer special effects at a very rudimentary stage of the art. But I kind of like it. Um, it's harsh. It's about a detective with an occult um, leaning who goes and investigates uh, a religious cult out in the California desert. It's it's quite good and uh, stands up better than I thought it would, allowing for those special effects which aren't quite of that good. Uh, I also decided to dip into a Hammer horror movie, Scars of Dracula, starring, of course, Christopher Lee, and also Dennis Waterman, and the usual cute blonde girls with the crucifixes on their heaving bosoms. It's not one of the best um, Dracula movies, to be honest with you. It really does kind of fill out its time by having people talk to each other and, and run around a set a lot. Uh, so I didn't kind of didn't enjoy that very much at all. It really... It's not that it's dated, but I think that the strings show they cut the budgets enormously on the um, Hammer Dracula movies when a distribution deal with America went west. So this one shows the lower budget, and unfortunately it suffers for that. Uh, I decided to watch a documentary as well on Kung Fu movies because, as we know, Kung Fu movies are a long-time passion of mine. And there's a movie called Films of Fury that I picked up for like three bucks. And it's got some great um, tips and uh, a history of kung fu movies. But the weird framing device of having cartoon characters as a narrator is, is kind of alienating. They really shouldn't have gone there. And it kind of gives it an amateurish feel. But in spite of that, there's a lot of movies I've added to my list of uh, kung fu movies to watch. And I'm kind of enjoying it allowing for the stupid framing device of cartoon characters. So that's what I've been doing, pretty much, uh, apart from helping some people out moving house by helping them pack their tons of stuff. Good friend of the podcast, Julia, who's also a Patreon subscriber, uh, needed a bit of a hand packing books. So Sally and I went over to her house and helped her pack books and got scones in return. Yes, it is scones. It's not scones. It's scones. Scone is a place. So shout out to Julia and her husband, Craig, a.k.a. Doc Rat, who is very big in the furry community, and I won't have anything bad said about furries because they're my friends. Um, and so, yeah, that's pretty much what I've been doing. Now, going to play you some music now, as promised. 
Now, let me just see what I've got here. What will I start out with? He said, looking things up in the thing. Um, yeah, I'm going to start out with something that I only heard for the first time today and that I like. One of the things I do is I Shazam things that I hear on the radio. And I've got Auto Shazam on my phone, which is a nice little addition where I can get Shazam to basically tag and tell me what any music around my phone is so if i'm sitting in a cafe it'll tag all of the tunes that are playing in the cafe which is sometimes a bit shitty because it happens in the gym and i really don't like the music in the gym but it does give me a chance to kind of go through the tags and find music that i might like 21st century technology better living and that's how i found this particular number which is Kidney Stew Blues by Eddie Cleanhead Vincent.
That was cool. Now, I've decided I'm going to play something that's half Mexican. The half is Trio Los Panchos. The other half, which is American, is Edie Gourmet. She did an album in 1964 of Mexican love songs. And uh, the reason I'm doing this is that a couple of weeks short, actually, it's about seven or eight weeks short, of 20 years ago, I was in Mexico for an hour and a half. Now, what happened was I was at a science fiction convention in San Diego, as you do, and I took the um, tram down to the border and then took a bus into Mexico and shopped around Tijuana for a little bit uh, with my good friend Cheryl Morgan, and then we came back again. So that was my Mexican experience. I think I bought um, a lace tablecloth for a girlfriend I had at the time and not too much else, and, and so we kind of did that. And that's the reason why I'm playing this. It's, um, as I said, by Edigo May and Trio Los Panchos, and it is Pio Canela. The other reason I'm playing this is it inspired the title of one of John D. McDonald's Travis McGee novels, Cinnamon Skin, which is a literal translation of Pio Canela. So it's very cool. It gets name-checked in a Travis McGee novel, and I really like the guitar in this. I like the backing vocals. And Edie Gourmet, who was very much kind of one of those Las Vegas nightclub singers, embraced the um, multicultural aesthetic by doing this. So here is Edie Gourmet and Trio Los Panchos doing Piaganela. <laughs> Que se quede el infinito sin estrellas O que pierda el ancho mar su inmensidad Pero el negro de tus ojos que no muera Y el canela de tu piel se quede igual Si perdiera el arco iris su belleza Y las flores su perfume y su color No sería tan inmensa mi tristeza Quedarme sin tu amor Me importas tú Y tú Y tú Y solamente tú
And now it's time for an ode to consensual alcoholism, followed by a cry for help, both by the same person, and I'll back announce these two. It's a cosy table, isn't it? <laughs> and champagne, my dear. Delicious. <laughs> you like it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I like it too. <laughs> yes, I do like it. Mmm, <laughs> delicious. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> Some more? Mm, delicious. <laughs> I knew you'd like it. You always. <laughs> delicious. Oh, have some more. Get the waiter and I'll bring it. I'll put on the paper hat. <laughs> Oh, oh, get out the lamp. <laughs> I even like the cork. Waiter, waiter, more. Oh, keep pouring it. Oh, this is Oh, 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 every night, New Year's Eve. In a swell hotel. 
in a pool, shuffleboard or ping pong, no lying out in the sun. Everybody think, think of someplace new where I can go and have a lot of fun. Ah. Give me a month and I'll fly to the moon. Get me set for launching, count me down. Blast me off and I'll leave town. Send me up to Mars on Vanguard 6. I want to have a ball with those little green chicks. I need a vacation. Summer, Jupiter in the fall, and I'll be on the moon when it's over Miami in the winter. I need a vacation. Oh, I need a vacation. I need a vacation so bad. I need a vacation, please. And that's why trickle down economics doesn't work. That, of course, was Jim Backus and Phyllis Diller in the first instance with Delicious and the second one was Jim Backus by himself in a 1958 novelty record called oddly enough I Need a Vacation and while we're on this subject of travel I thought I'd throw this one in uh, I like it a lot there are two good versions of this one by Manhattan Transfer and this one by Tom Waits and it is uh, Foreign Affair Traveling abroad in a continental style It's my belief one must attempt to be discreet Subsequently bear in mind your transient position Allows you a perspective that's unique You'll find your itinerary a blessing and a curse. Your wanderlust won't let you settle down, and you wonder how you ever fathom that you'd be content to stay within the city limits of a small midwestern town. Most vagabonds I know Don't ever want to find the culprit That remains the object of their long relentless quest The obsessions in the chasing Not the apprehending The pursuit you see never Filled contradiction, bon voyage is always hallowed in conjunction with the handkerchief 
from shore by a girl who drives a rambler and furthermore is overly concerned that she won't see him anymore planes and trains and boats and buses characteristically evoke a common attitude of blue unless you have a suitcase and a ticket and a passport and the cargo that they're carrying is you a foreign affair juxtaposed with a state sign and domestically approved Romantic fancy is mysteriously attractive due to circumstances knowing it will only be parlayed into a memory. Time for a change of pace. Uh, I've always liked Nat King Cole songs because, apart from anything else, my mother used to sing me Nat King Cole songs as a lullaby when I was a kid. And so I was always kindly disposed towards him. I saw him in Cap Baloo when I was a kid. And, you know, the guy, he was a flawed human being like the rest of us, but he was as smooth as duck shit when it came to singing. And this is an album he did with George Shearing, and I really like this uh, particular track. It is cool, it is smooth, and it's going to cheer you up if you got the blues. Pick yourself up Take a deep breath Dust yourself off and start all again Nothing's impossible I have found For when my chin is on the ground I pick myself up, dust myself off And start over again Don't lose your confidence if you slip Be grateful for a pleasant trip And pick yourself up, dust yourself off Again. Work like a soul inspired Till the battle of the day is won You may be sick and tired But you'll be a man, my son Or will you remember the famous men Who had to fall to rise again so take a deep breath Pick yourself up Dust yourself off And start all over again 
that was soul inspired Till the battle of the day is won You may be sick and tired But you'll be a man, my son Will you remember the famous men Who had to fall to rise again So take a deep breath Pick yourself up Dust yourself off And start
really is the only way to lose this, lose this as you take. Nick Hollis was definitely on my list of the top five jazz singers of all time, male. Females, I'll have a totally different list. Uh, by the way, while those two tunes were playing, 24 hours has passed in the real world. reason is that uh, I took a little bit of a break on recording and uh, let Windows do some updates, which was a mistake. Um, the updates glitched the whole operating system of the big donk computer, which I use for video editing and for podcasting. And so first off, I grabbed a an external DVD burner drive that I got for the laptop and I tried to get a full installation of Windows 10. For some reason, it wouldn't let me do that. So then I had to go and get a USB drive and format that for a full installation of Windows 10. Then I had to apply the installation of Windows 10 to the Big Donk computer. Fortunately, I didn't lose any files. But it's, um, it's taken about 24 hours, allowing for sleep and, and real-life issues and day-to-day shopping, going to the gym and all that, to get back to doing this podcast. So, so Microsoft owes me a double espresso when they can get around to it. So now I'm going to play some female songs, well, songs sung by females. They're not necessarily written by females, like all songs of this particular era. They were written by little Jewish guys in the Flatiron Building in New York. But uh, here we go. We'll give it a go. And I think I'll start with Chantal Chamberlain. Now, she's a French-Canadian jazz singer. And the reason I like this track is, apart from it being one of my favourite French chansons, she sings both the English and the French lyrics to it. In English, the song's called I Wish You Love. And in French, it's called Cures de Tille de Nous Amours. And she does both of those and does them really, really well. So here's Chantal Chamberlain singing Caresta Tilde Nous Amours. I wish you bluebirds in the spring To give your heart a song to sing And then kiss But more than this I wish you love And in July, your lemonade To cool you in some leafy glade I wish you health and more than wealth I wish you love My breaking heart and I agree That you and I could never be So with my best, my very best I set you free I 
reste-t-il de nos amours Que reste-t-il de ces beaux jours Une photo, vieille photo de ma jeunesse Que reste-t-il des billets doux Des mois d'avril, des rendez-vous Un souvenir qui me poursuit sans cesse Bonheur fané, cheveux au vent Baiser volé, rêve mouvant Que reste-t-il de tout cela Dites-le-moi I wish you shelter from a storm A cozy fire to keep you warm But most of all When snowflakes fall I wish you love Now for just a little more French stuff because what the fuck is my podcast. Um, this is Stacey Kent's version of Pierre Barou's Samba Sarava and it's really cool. This is the kind of stuff that I want to hear when I walk into a coffee shop for an espresso. It's definitely cafe bar music and very cool with that. sont bien d'être joyeux Pourtant s'il est une samba son tristesse est un vin qui ne donne pas l'ivresse un vin qui ne donne pas l'ivresse non, ce n'est pas la samba que je veux Mais quel 
que soient les sentiments qu'elle exprimait, les blanches de formes et de rimes, blanches de formes et de rimes, elle est nègre, bien nègre, dans son cœur. Mais quels que soient les sentiments qu'elle exprimait, les blanches de formes et de de formes et de rimes Elle est nègre, bien nègre Dans son cœur While we're in an upbeat mood I thought I'd play something that I found recently on a YouTube video Oddly enough, but it's very cool It's very upbeat It's um, I like it It's by Alexander Lestrange and Ben Parry And it is called Hello Sunshine And it's got a nice beat to it and it gives me hope for the future of popular music. Hello sunshine, hello blue skies, hello lovely day. Hello sunshine, hello sky. Hello white clouds floating by. Hello cooling summer breeze, coming whistling through the trees. Hello sand and hello seas. Hello positivity, surrounding everything I see Hello happy, hello free, hello you and hello me Hello sunshine, hello sky Hello white clouds floating by Hello cooling summer breeze, coming whistling through the trees Hello sand and hello seas well, Hello positivity, surrounding everything I see Hello happy, hello free, hello you and hello me Hello positivity Surrounding everything I see Hello happy, hello free Hello you There you go. I'm going to leave you now with Kinky Friedman because I once saw Kinky Friedman at a Chinese restaurant in Melbourne and I liked his novels, I liked his music and he wasn't adverse to kicking the shit out of right-wing country wankers. And so he did a piss take on a very popular um, country song from the 1960s, September 29th, 1969. The original was 
released. It was a song called Oki from Muskogee, which was very kind of right-wing and conservative. This was all during Nixon's reign and the Vietnam War and all those other issues, um, youth culture. And so a right-wing song like Oki from Muskogee pissed off Kinky Friedman. And so he did a pastiche of it. And rightly so, because one of the best things we have to battle conservatism is satire because they are to satire what a piece of steak is to a fly uh, and so he did a song called Asso from El Paso and I like it so I'm going to play it and uh, yeah that's not politically correct at all but it does take the piss out of conservative people and so um, it's on the side of the angels as far as I'm concerned Satire is at its best when it's at its most savage. And any song that references bestiality, deflowering virgins and underpaying immigrant workers is definitely one that I'm going to at least give a listen to. So that's about it this time around. Next time around, I'll have a proper podcast with a couple of movies in it. I've even got in mind which couple of movies I'm going to do. Uh, So thank you for listening. Uh, Again, Cinema Podcast will be back in two weeks. March and Drive-In Podcast will be in next week, and I've got at least one of the movies is going to be a horror film from the 1970s. I've got that lined up, so that's going to be a bit groovy. So in the meantime, look after yourselves. Uh, Take care. 
Uh, if you need to talk to somebody and I'm hanging out on Facebook, uh, send me a message and we'll have a chat. Uh, and keep watching good movies, keep watching bad movies, just watch movies and uh, hug the people you love. So I will be back very, very soon. And in the meantime, to thank all of those virtuous, saintly people who support the podcast via Patreon, here are the credits in the style of movie credits to honour them. Uh, and by the way, thank you to David Cummer again for recently subscribing. David and I met 20 years ago in, a, in Minnesota, uh, in Minneapolis, in fact, and uh, he's good people and he is definitely on the side of the angels. So thank you again, David. I know you had a bit of trouble getting the Patreon thing working, but we're there now and I'm going to bleed your pockets. So take care, people, and I'll be back very, very soon. Here are the credits for Paleo Cinema Podcast and Martian Driving Podcast done in the style of film credits. I'd like to thank Tom, the focus puller, Sarah, the special effects technician, Ian, the caterer, Grant, the technicolor consultant, Claire, the script doctor, Gary, the prop master, Morris, our musical director, Jan, our dialect coach, Armin, our key grip, Matt, the Rattlesnake Wrangler, Elaine, our Scientific Advisor, Julia, the Casting Director, Chris, the Camera Operator, Christopher, the Gaffer, Miss Jane, the Wardrobe Mistress, Tansy, our Foley Artist, Alyssa, our Location Scout, Mark, the Second Unit Director, Paul, the Special Makeup Effects Director, Tammy, the Donut Wrangler, Tim, our New York unit director, Steve, our spiritual advisor, Steve Sullivan, our script doctor, Dylan, the goat wrangler, Eric, the set security lead, Richard H., the set photographer, Mark D., the extra, David L., the extra, and Richard C., our transport co-captain, plus Andrew, our necessary film critic. We have Kerry H, our accountant, and Kerry L, our other spiritual advisor. Thank you so much to all the patrons for dipping into their pockets and helping out with the podcast. This has been a Paleo Cinema Martian Driving production. The end.